and I'll also reveal which celebrity is currently on my vision board. Hey, it's Julie, and welcome to the Corporate Yogi Podcast. So I'm curious about you. Do you have a vision board? Do you know what a vision board is? Well, last week on a coaching call, I had a client admit to me that she didn't know what a vision board was. And this, I have to tell you, is not an isolated incident. This has happened before, many times actually in the last couple of years. And every time that it does, I'm shocked. What do you mean you don't know what a vision board is? Haven't you ever seen the movie The Secret? Now, this is a perfect reminder to me that sometimes when things are in our comfort zone and we know how to do them easily and we understand them, we just assume that everybody else knows how to do them too. But clearly, that's not the case. So I first learned about vision boards, I'd say maybe about 20 years ago. And when I did, I just dove right into using them and creating them and I've used them ever since. They've evolved over time, and I'd say at this point I have them down to pretty much a science of how I create them, how I use them, where I put them, and when I update them. Yes, update them. It is not, in my world, a static tool. It is something dynamic that evolves over time. So when I explain this to a client, what it is, how it works, and what a great tool it is, their next logical question to me is, how do you create one? So here's a big shout out to Emily in New York who just last week asked me for instructions on how to create a vision board and that is why we are here today in this episode on vision boarding. If you've never made one, you're about to learn how. If you have made one, you're going to learn tips for how to step up your manifestation game and even how to digitize your masterpiece. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. In the first segment, I'm going to explain exactly what a vision board is. In the second segment, I'm gonna explain why you'll wanna create one. In the third segment, I'll share how exactly you go about building one. And then in the fourth segment, I'm gonna teach you how to create a specialized vision board. And I'm gonna reveal which celebrity is currently on my vision board. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Okay, let's start at the beginning. What is a vision board? So a vision board is a collage of aspirational images that represent what you want your future life to contain, what you want it to look like, what you want it to feel like. It can include literal images like a specific car, a house, a trip, an adventure, a job, a career, or it can really contain more metaphorical images that represent themes that you want to have like success, health, balance, love, relationships, fulfillment, freedom. Sometimes people get really wrapped up thinking about material objects to put on their vision board which is okay to include material objects, but if you have only material objects, then it might be kind of one-dimensional. 
It's great to own things, but you have to make sure that the things don't own you. So having some material objects, some toys, that's great, but don't stop there. Think lifestyle. What do you want your lifestyle to be like? How do you want to feel? Who do you want in your life? There's no limit about what you can put on your vision board, but the key is to think into the future. Think about what you want to manifest, what you want to bring into your life in the future that isn't here today. Vision boards should be inspirational. They should evoke our emotion. Think big, hairy, audacious goals, BHAGs. Think bucket list goals. This is the time to think big and to play big. Do you have to know how and when you will go on that trip to the Galapagos Islands? Or how you plan to pay for it? Nope, this is not a strategic planning document. This is not a budget. Think of this as a veritable playground or a sandbox for your biggest dreams and desires to come true. Once it's created, the key is to put it up somewhere in your home where you will see it every day, which will be a reminder to your subconscious mind that this is where we're heading, obviously. It's typically something that is private, so you might put it up in your office, in your bedroom, your bathroom, not necessarily in your living room for everyone to see when they show up at your house. But hey, this is your vision board. If you want to put it up in your living room, you absolutely can do that. Just be prepared to field some questions when your guests arrive. So why would you want to build a vision board? So we're going to start with the law of attraction. Now the law of attraction states that like attracts like and what we focus on and we give our attention to will come about. If we have positive thoughts, then we bring about a positive experience into our life and the same goes for negative thoughts. Now most of us have experienced this at some point in our life, you know, we find ourselves thinking about a person and then boom, just like that, they phone us or text us or we reach out to somebody and they say, oh, I was literally just thinking about you before you called. Does this ever happen to you? So this is literally the law of attraction at work. It is a big reason why we want to use vision boards. Now let's also understand the neuroscience behind tools like visualization and vision boards. Have you ever heard of the reticular activating system or RAS? It is a bundle of nerves at our brainstem that filters out unnecessary information so that the important and the relevant information gets through to us. Think of it as a filtering system that helps us sort all the information that we intake every day and it sorts it into relevant and necessary or irrelevant. Now the RAS is the reason why when you learn a new word or a new phrase, then you start hearing it everywhere. The things that we need to know are stored and the things that we don't need to know get discarded. A great example is if you're doing research to buy a new car. Let's say you decided to buy a white Tesla. And because you've made this decision and it's top of mind for you or on the brain, so to speak, you start to see white Teslas everywhere. And you think to yourself, wow, white Teslas are really common now, aren't they? They've really taken off and like everybody's buying them. 
but are they really? Did the universe change overnight to instantly put a bunch of white Teslas on the road when they weren't there yesterday? No, no, it did not. You didn't manifest them into, the, into existence, but you did manifest the noticing of them. What happened here is that your reticular activating system or your RAS is filtering your reality differently now. And as soon as you started doing research, your brain logged white Tesla as something relevant. And that is why you notice them everywhere. Notice them stand out from all the other cars in the road. Whereas one month earlier, they wouldn't have even been relevant to you. So this is what happens when you look at your vision board. You're telling your brain to look out for the opportunities to see that will bring these things to your reality. We have to understand the power of the subconscious mind here because it has an intense amount of power over us. The more you interact with your vision board and you see those images every day and you connect to the emotion of having them, the greater the chance that you will bring them about and into your life and believe that they are part of your reality and your identity. If you've ever read the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, he explains really clearly that you have to be specific about what you want in your life and when it comes to money, you have to be specific about how much money you want to make. Then you need to write that number down and write it out every day, look at it first thing in the morning and at the end of the day before you go to bed. So I would also suggest that you post that number somewhere in your office, near your computer, so you can see it every darn day and remind yourself of what you are committing to. You can't say, I want to make more money and be general. What does more money mean? That might be five bucks more every year. Is that what you really mean? I don't think it is. You have to say, I want to make X amount of money next year. So with the law of attraction and RAS, you are intentionally deciding what you are putting out into the universe. You are putting your energy and your focus on these particular things. Think about it. Would you rather give your energy to looking at your bank balance and complaining that you don't have much money? Or would you rather redirect that attention into your pipeline of how much money you're making this month or what your net worth is or what your salary is or your bonus or watching your savings account or your investments grow. The choice is yours. Now I want to pause here and I want to share a story about my business and what happened to me and this is all about focusing and being specific about revenue. So my first year in business was pretty lackluster and I think that's being polite. It was rough. I did okay but I didn't quite replace the salary for my corporate job. And it was a big reality check. I had a conversation with someone who, after my first year, said, are you going to keep going? <laughs> of course I'm going to keep going. Give a girl a break. This was my first year in a brand new career, a new industry, in a city where I knew no one. I had no network. And, you know, it's going to take a little while to get things off the ground and going. But here's the one thing that completely shifted the revenue in my business. Do you know what it is? If you've been listening carefully, then you should be able to predict where this is going. It's when I created an Excel spreadsheet to track all of my revenue coming in every single dime. 
You see, in the past, the first year, what I had been doing is I had a rough tally in my head of what I was bringing in every month. Whenever I would book a new client or a new gig, I would add that to this visual list in my head. And I thought the actual admin of logging and tracking it all in an Excel spreadsheet, well, that's just going to be a waste of time. Wrong, 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 wrong. I couldn't have been any more wrong. As soon as I popped everything into a spreadsheet and I tracked it in advance instead of looking back over my shoulder to say, oh, what actually came in last month, that changed everything. So if you are on a fixed income salary, this absolutely applies to you too. Just because your income coming in is steady, either monthly or biweekly, you can still track it and see that money coming in. You can still track your expenses, what you are saving, what you are investing, and keep a close eye on your expenses and watch for lifestyle creep when you get that big raise, right? Lifestyle creep is when your expenses go up relative to your income So we are technically making more or have a bigger salary, but if our expenses go up in the same percentage, we're not actually really getting ahead, are we? This is why money gurus like David Chilton, who wrote The Wealthy Barber, his estimated net worth is about 20 million. He still lives in a bungalow outside of Waterloo. He never bought or built a huge mansion. He doesn't live a decadent life. Okay, that was a long tangent about revenue and tracking income and expenses, but it was a perfect example of the law of attraction, right? And as soon as I put my energy and my attention into tracking exactly how much I was making, boom, my revenue started to expand exponentially. Okay, actually, forgive me, but I have one more soapbox moment because I don't know who out there needs to hear this, but there's probably a couple of you that are dealing with this. If any of you are struggling with debt, and I don't care where it came from, I don't care if it's good debt, bad debt, doesn't matter. If you are sitting with debt and the debt feels like it's weighing you down and you feel stuck and you feel like you can't get ahead, I wanna give you a tip. All right, I've given this tip to clients who are dealing with debt and it has completely shifted their mindset. See, a lot of planners and investment advisors will tell you to pay off all your debt first, specifically, those high interest credit card debts that are like 18, 20%, pay that off first before you start building up your savings. And I get this, this is logical, very cool. However, the mindset and the beliefs that get us into debt are also the ones that are keeping you in debt, all right? So what this means is that you're waiting around to start to start paying off your debt before you save, but in reality, you need to prove to yourself that you can start saving money and get yourself out of debt, and that will shift your mindset. So the key here is to create a separate savings account, high interest savings account, I don't care what it is, but a separate from what you do daily as your checking account. And I want you to tuck away at least a minimum of $20 a month and start seeing that money go in and grow a little bit over time. And what you will do is you will re-script that belief in your subconscious mind that you actually can save up money, that you are building wealth, you are building up the trust and the integrity with yourself as you start to see that money grow. Now, you won't believe me when I tell you this, but a tipping point in your life will happen 
at some point where you will actually become addicted to saving and seeing those dollars grow. And that, my friend, is a fantastic addiction to have. All right, end tangent. Now let's recap this segment. You just learned reasons why to create a vision board, right? You learned about the law of attraction, which helps you attract what you want to you. It is combined with RAS, the reticular activating system, where you start to sort through the data and you see things that you've been thinking about. These two reasons combine to make vision boards a very, very powerful tool. Okay, I'm gonna teach you how to create a vision board in two different ways. First, the old school way, and then second is more of a digital method. So let's start with the first way. The original way that vision boards were created or brought to fruition. We do it with a bunch of magazines, big stack of magazines, scissors, a glue stick, and a large piece of bulletin board or construction paper. Now, typically when you go to a vision board workshop, there's someone there who has access to a plethora or a stockpile of magazines. Maybe that's their guilty pleasure is to read through magazines or they have someone they know who runs a hair salon. That's another juicy way to get a hold of them. Travel magazines also are a really great way when you go into those um, travel agents and you see they have the full wall, a large stock display of magazines of decadent trips all around the world. Those are great ways to nab magazines as well. So what you need, you need scissors, a glue stick, a large piece of sturdy construction paper or bulletin board as your background to mount all the images on it. So here's what you do. You put on some great music, you do a little grounding exercise, spend some time visualizing about what you want your future to look like, and then you just dive in and start searching for images that appeal to you. Start flipping through those magazines, find images and cut them out. Then you arrange them onto your background, play around with them, you know, move them around, trim them down, uh, group things together, really create a display that is appealing and highly visual. Some people like to have so many images on there that you cover up all the white space behind. It's kind of like a collage. And other people like to just pick a few key images and have a lot of white space in between. Either approach is totally okay, whatever appeals to you. Now, this is still a valid method for creating a vision board. There's something about, you know, flipping through magazines and it has that shopping aspect to it. And then you cut out these highly glossy, shiny images to create your vision board. It's very luxurious. But quite frankly, I don't have access to magazines and I'm not gonna go out and buy a $7 magazine just so I can cut out an image that I might use. It's just not gonna happen. So here's another option is you can just go and Google images that you want, print them out and trim them down. Also completely valid approach. But these days, what I like to do is I like to do them completely digital. So here's what that looks like. So you want to start out with a vector-based program to build the vision board in. 
and that will allow you to drag and drop images, to resize them easily, move them around, and rearrange them. So Microsoft Word probably won't work, but Canva is a great one, PowerPoint, Keynote, I use Illustrator, whatever it is that you work with to arrange images or create something visual. Then you search online for images, drag and drop them onto the canvas that you're using, and then you might search things like your dream kitchen or a home office with a water view. Then you save those images as they come up. Once you've searched for all the images in the categories you want, then the fun begins. You start to drag and drop the images through that process of elimination and put them onto the canvas in a way that is appealing to you, just like you do with a magazine and, their, and those clippings, until you have that perfect combo of what feels right for your vision board. So I like to save the vision board and then put it on my desktop as my desktop image. So every day when I log in, it's the first thing that I see. You can also print it out and mount it somewhere at home. You can even frame it. You can do anything that you want with it. The only limitation of doing it digitally is that a lot of times printers at home can only output at letter or maybe legal size or A4 for you across the pond. And so you're limited to how big of a final product your vision board can be. So traditional vision boards, we usually do them quite big on large sheets of paper or poster paper. But I don't believe this is a hard and fast rule. I don't think you have to do that. If you really wanted to, you could send it to a printer somewhere and have them print it out on something poster size. I always like to save the vision board. I have a folder where I keep all my vision boards. And then when I update it for the next year, I wanna add images or I need to subtract images because I've already achieved them. Then I'm not starting from scratch. I have something to build on for the next year. So what images do I go and search for? Well, the best place to start looking for images is to go to your five goals for the year. From those goals, you should be able to come up with types of images that you want to search for. If being more confident was one of your goals, what does that look like for you as a scene? Are you standing in front of the room giving a big presentation? Are you power posing? Are you looking out of a cityscape? Are you on a big badass trip traveling in an airport? What does it look like as an image? Then seek out that image online. If you have a goal of a big, beautiful new house that you wanna own in the future, then you can start searching for images that really capture what you want. And don't limit yourself to the outside of the house. I have a gorgeous picture of this sunroom in my vision board. It has a big comfy chair, it overlooks the water, and the sun is streaming in, and it's full of books and big comfy pillows. So whatever makes you feel inspired and excited, that's what you should use. Does it have to be obtainable and realistic? Heck no! What we're doing here is we are creating something that you can bring about into your life in the future that you can dream about and you can put your energy towards attracting. Remember, the how is a domain of the universe. Your job is to do the dreaming and to match it with feeling. And the universe is the courier company that is going to bring it to you. All right, so we are literally creating miracles out of your dreams here. This is powerful stuff. 
Now, Einstein said it best. He said, there's only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle, and the other is as though everything is a miracle. I love that quote. So that's what we're doing with the vision board. We are making miracles. We are bringing our dreams to life. Isn't that awesome? So here's an example of other images that you could search. We've talked about your dream home. You can think about other things that are on your bucket list. It could be a vacation home, a tiny house, a property, an investment property. You could include vacation photos, countries you'd love to visit. It could be experiences you want to have, like skydiving. It could be a success a milestone in your career or with your business. It could be people or relationships. It could be other concepts or power words like freedom, adventure, values like risk, safety, love, family. How could you depict those visually? What do they look like to you? It could be a big experience like seeing yourself speaking up on a big stage. It could be any toys like a car, a truck, a boat, a motorhome. I think you get the picture here. There's just about anything that you want to have on your vision board is up to you. Now you might be wondering, should my whole vision board be just images? Well, it absolutely could be if that feels right to you. But I want to suggest a few other juicy things that you could add to your vision board that will make it really, really impactful. So here's a few other ideas. Aside from images and pictures to add to your vision board, all right? One, a dollar figure or whatever respective currency you're in. This could be a salary or a bonus that you're aspiring for. It could be a revenue target for your business, a nest egg that you're working on saving towards. It could be any sort of financial figure. I have my audacious revenue projection pasted right smack dab in the middle of mine. Second, it could be power words or values. This is a great place to start to include your, your five core values because staying on track with your values is what is going to allow you to bring all these dreams to life. So you can pick out power words like freedom, success, love, connection, safety, words that really resonate with you. Third, your theme for the year. What theme did you pick as we were in December setting goals for this year? Is it the year of taking risks, the year of me, the year of authenticity? Four, an affirmation or a mantra. Now you can pull one of these from your daily practice such as I am open to giving and receiving love or money chases me or I attract good into my life. The risk is always worth it. Anything that really resonates with you that will help you bring these dreams to life. And so much more. You know, basically anything that has a personal or sentimental meaning to you can go on that vision board. Okay, so let's recap this segment. You learned how vision boards work. They're typically created with magazine clippings and arranged onto poster paper. But today, baby, technology is your best friend and the internet will deliver basically any image that you want. So consider doing it digitally and then you can update it easily down the road. And as far as what goes on your vision board, well, anything that is inspirational, anything that is motivational to you that helps you bring your future to life, anything that you want to do, 
have, feel, or become lots of big, hairy, audacious goals. All right, so now I want to teach you how to create a specialized vision board. So quite often, one of the goals that I work on with clients is to help them through transition, either changing jobs, changing careers, or leaving their career to start their own business. So the first thing that I have them do is a dream job exercise, which is really powerful. And then what I ask them to do is to create a vision board specifically for this new dream job that they want to have. Now, all of the standard processes that I talked about before of creating a vision board, they all apply. But what we want to do is make all the images, words, and content dedicated to the theme of their dream job. So for example, what does the office look like? What kind of work will they be doing? What type of companies do you want to work for? And here we can be really specific. So I ask them to come up with five or 10 dream companies that they want to work for and make a little collage for their vision board. You could even mock up a business card with that company's logo, your name, and your new fancy title. That could be on your vision board as well. You can do anything you want. Be really creative here. And I remember years ago, I worked with a client who had a really great job and he was working for uh, a big computer company, a hardware company. And it was a great job, but he didn't love his job. He would tell me over and over his number one goal was to work at an amazing company with a great brand, something that he really believed in and he was proud to work at. And guess what? Years later, after doing the work, after getting clarity of where he wants to work, he has landed amazing jobs, including working at Adidas and Lululemon. So remember, it's right there for you. You have to name it in order to claim it, right? You have to name it in order to claim it. The universe loves clarity. It's not going to read your mind about what you really want. You have to get clear and you have to name it to bring it into the real world. So this is a theme-based approach for vision boards. We talked about the example here about using one to find your dream job, but you can also replicate that process for a dream house, for traveling the world, for meeting your perfect partner, creating a family, anything that you want. This way, you can have more than one vision board. I know, we're getting fancy. And currently, I have four different vision boards around my house. I have a main one. That one lives on my desktop, on my laptop. Then I have another theme one in my office, one in my bedroom, and another one in my office. So that's, that's a pro move though. I mean, I'm not expecting you to start out and do four. Just start out and have one, get comfortable with it. And then as your goals evolve, then you might wanna start to add specialized ones, okay? And I should definitely reveal who the celebrity is on my vision board right now. So it might be a little bit of a surprise to you. And to be honest, it's actually not her that I'm trying to manifest. It's her pet. So here's the confession. I am obsessed with Taylor Swift's cat. Yeah, you heard that right. Taylor Swift's cat. So 
where this cat came from, it was a prop in one of her music videos, and then she fell in love with it. She already had cats at home, but she loved this cat, and then she adopted it, and now she carries it around with her when she travels, and she has this little space kitty backpack traveler, which is really adorable. So the picture that I have is of her holding the cat, but you can't really tell that it's her because her head's cropped off in the picture, which is fine, but frankly, I don't have any shame having her on there. I think that she is such a total badass with her move to re-record all her own music anyways. So I'm proud to have Taylor Swift on my vision board. (laughs) Respect. Uh, It's a total boss move. But anyways, she has the most awesome cat that I really want to have someday. So Taylor Swift is on my vision board, sort of, kind of. Okay, it's time to start wrapping up this episode on vision boards. You learned so much today. Do you even realize it? You learned about the law of attraction, about the reticular activating system. You can, and that's a great one to bust out at your next networking event or dinner party. Like, think of how fancy you're going to sound talking about reticular activating system. You can bring your goals to life through your vision board. You can now search, copy, and paste with paper old school or you can do it digitally you can start with one vision board and then when you're ready to get fancy you can have multiple vision boards around the house and yeah you also learned that i'm in love with taylor swift's cat so that's a recap on what you just learned i would love you to do me a favor and pick one person you know pick someone who loves this stuff just as much as you do that just eats it up and I want you to share this episode with them today right now as soon as you finish maybe even use it as inspiration to create vision boards together and if you want to talk to me about vision boards or any other big hairy audacious goal in your life and you need either some direction or some support to bring these goals to life, then head over to my website and you can book a free consult with me. You can find me at thecorporateyogi.com. So that's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. Remember that knowing and growing who you are is the best business investment that you can ever make. So you go out there and you create yourself an amazing day and an extraordinary life.